welcome to episode 69 of Ghost Emoji. Oh yeah, I want some like... 69. I'm gonna say nut, but then I'm gonna take that and like condense it and change the pitch a little bit and just be like nut, 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 nut. Please do. I I really hope you do. That's gonna be like the first 40 minutes of me editing this, and then I'm gonna have another 40 minutes of just normal talking. We were just talking about how we have so much stuff to do before we get our Christmas holiday shenanigans on. And I was like, I hope I can edit this quickly. But now I really have to find a bunch of air horns. We're literally going to have to like do a meeting in the night, like drive by gift exchange where neither of the gifts are are wrapped. We were just discussing not wrapping. Just close your eyes. I will I will drop my gift into your hand. It's, I mean, if your eyes are closed, that's kind of like its own wrapping. It's, it's eyelids. The eyelids are the wrapping. Fleshy. Oh, I don't, I never, I don't (laughs) want to go there. It's fine. I'm good. The eyelashes are the ribbons. Oh, God. That's worse. You curl them. You take the scissors and you, (coughs) and they get real curly. Mm. I have a bunch of, like, my first half of my presents wrapped in the other room, but I close the door to, keep the extra noise out and i'm just like i wonder how many of the bows that elvira is going to eat while i'm in here mm, hopefully zero. Zero of the bows she was sleeping so i think that she should be fine she doesn't really care about the bows because they're the professionally made kind so she'll just kind of mm. chew on those she can't get a good a good can't slurp them up like a spaghetti <laughs> <laughs> i'm really afraid because scout's been very into uh shredding boxes lately so I don't think I can actually, like, do my traditional packaging, which is, like, put everything in a box and it looks beautiful and you wrap it because I think Scout will literally just destroy it because he lives under our tree now. Just a little Christmas troll. (laughs) Yeah, he's a little Christmas troll because we have a fake tree. I, like, bend the the um branch back on the ornament so that way he can't get them off he still managed to get some off that little fucker he's so smart but he uses his his intellect for evil today i was eating i had a handful of popcorn taylor and he literally like he just put his whole face in and took one there was no hesitation i had literally just put the popcorn in my hand and he just took one and i was like what the fuck he knows no fear he has no god he knows no fear and he is not afraid of me no god no kings only scout (laughs) yes he's such a shit i was gonna say he's a good boy but he's he's, not he's not but you still love him that's the trouble i do i do he's basically we've been watching a lot of simpsons he's basically bart he just does bad shit all the time but you're still like oh that scamp oh that little scoundrel and then you choke him (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> really? Because I remember, I've seen that yellow dad choke his yellow son. Oh, uh, yeah, I forget about that. But yeah, he does choke his yellow son. I've never choked Scout, and I don't plan on it. But, you know. Just put, like, a menacing hand, like, by his throat. And be like, Mom? I've definitely Mama? Sh- shook my finger at him. Sir? Sir? Well, if all goes well, and I survive the the air horns insertion then this should be coming out on, I think, Christmas Eve. 
our gift to you, episode 69 on... Mary Chrysler. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> we shall see. I'm not going to make any promises, but I think I can do it. I'm a wizard. I believe in you, but I also don't want to put pressure on you. So if you can't do it, don't, don't, don't stress I'm yourself out. To get my, my Nas I didn't drink on Friday and I'm going to double up today and I'm just oh, going to no. shotgun two Nas. <laughs> no, you're, you're going to make your heart just give out. It's just going to like both. All the A orders are just gonna poo and it'll be it's done. Explode from the Christmas spirit. Mm. Mm. Take me, Lord Santos, up to I'm be ready. with with you and Mister Jesus and God and and whatever else. <laughs> Free me from this mortal coil and give us a figgy pudding. So today, after all of that, we're going to be talking about incubi and succubi. It was harder than I thought it would be to find. Any kind of, like, I wouldn't even say sexy, but just sex-related ghost paraphernalia, because this one's kind of an intersection of spectrophilia, which we have already mm. covered, and a lot mm. of, my personal favorite, sleep paralysis. Mm. Demons, sex, nighttime. That is an interesting flavor profile mm -hmm. right there. For Christmas, too. Merry Christmas. Yeah, there's no Christmas in this one. This one's no. just strictly... I was like, is there sexy stuff in it? There's no really sexy stuff in it. It's just banging in demons. When the choice arises, do we go, do we lean into 69 or the Christmas season? I'm <laughs> always going to pick 69. Well, there's I'm sorry. There's only one 69. We're only going to hit this one once. And just one time. Christmas comes back every year. We'll have another shot at it. Do you think we'll hit it. 420 ever? Oh Lord, no! We'll we'll be fifty years old by the time we get to four twenty. And what are we gonna do? A weed ghost? What are we gonna do? I, don't I ripped know. this fat cloud, and it looked like <laughs> Casper. The end. <laughs> uh, looking forward to it. I don't know. We're gonna be way in the future then, so maybe there will be weed ghosts at that point. But it was a lot of pressure, so I hope this lives up to it. But. It is a sex thing, just like 69. Um, I have a lot of great sources, as per usual. Got Wikipedia, which I did donate to. Cause I did too. I was like, you know what? They have made my my book report that we make ourselves do every other week much God, easier. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I love all of our listeners. Hate research. I hate it. <laughs> but I, I was like, you know what? Wikipedia has made it. A lot easier to at least kind of get a handle on where to start for most of our topics. So mm -hmm. they deserve a couple of my dollars. Um, I also looked up some stuff on Unnatural World Wiki, which I guess, I don't know if it's affiliated with Wikipedia or what. You can make a Wikipedia of anything, I guess. I think so. I mean, there's tons of fandom wikis. Also, I was going to say, I donate to Wikipedia every year, mostly because... I feel guilty because that's mostly what I use for everything, like questions, references, anything. So I donate every year. So if you haven't ever donated to Wikipedia, you should do it. You can just donate like a dollar or two. It's really, you can do it through your PayPal. It's easy. It's worth it. I was reading the thing and they're like, only 2% of our users donate. And I was like, what the fuck? Please, that's not please, okay. It's free knowledge. Please. It's free. It's, it's mostly accurate. It's 
it's a wealth of knowledge. Please, please help. That's my soapbox. I'm done. Uh, and then the other one was an article. I didn't use a whole lot of it, but I just pulled a little bit from Unusual Cases of Succubus, a cultural phenomenon manifesting as part of psychopathology. I think that was like somewhere in like the National Institute of Health.gov somewhere or rather. So I, I plucked a little bit from that one. Nice, nice, nice. Nice, nice, nice. 69. Nice. Nice. So, I mean, I figure everyone maybe has some idea, but if they don't, um, an incubus is a demon in male form. Also, I tried to kind of take it out a little bit, but obviously since they're basing this on a demon with a penis and um, one other demon that does similar stuff that has uh, breasts and vagina, so... They use a lot of men and women. It's not uh, very, like, trans-inclusive. It's, it's, they're basically following the idea of a binary system, which we all know isn't, like, You know demons works, do but... not adhere to a binary system. No, what the fuck? that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, nope. I gotta, I gotta adhere to this. It's very important while I'm being a fucking demon. Well, especially because a lot of like the research and the folklore about it was also written by people who were super into the Bible. For being as yeah. into the Bible as they were, they sure do love their sex demons. It's the only way they're they're getting any sort of I don't know. I guess kink satisfied. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so an incubus is a traditionally male type demon that, according to mythological and legendary traditions, lies upon sleeping women in order to engage in sexual activity with them. Its female counterpart is a succubus. Some traditions hold that repeated sexual activity with an incubus or succubus may result in the deterioration of health, mental state, or even death. Whether that be from, like, sleep loss, like, just never being able to sleep because of repeated visits or some of the stuff I looked at said that they even kind of like siphon off your actual life force when they're attacking you. This seems like some thinly veiled like don't masturbate. Oh, I mean, a, a lot of it. We'll get when we get to the the scientific explanation for what these things probably are. It's a lot of just shame-based people not understanding like why my body nut why my body nut <laughs> i didn't mean to nut please it was a, it was a nut demon <laughs> okay one of the earliest mentions of an incubus was in the epic gilgamesh circa 2400 bc where the hero Gilgamesh's father is listed as Lilu, a demon who disturbs and seduces women in their sleep, while Lilitu, a female demon, appears to men in their erotic dreams. They couldn't have different, like, more different names? Whatever. <laughs> Two other corresponding demons appear as well, Ardat Lily, who visits men by night and begets ghostly children from them, and Irdu Lily, who is known as a male counterpart to Ardat Lily and visits women by night and begets from them. Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting because I don't know if there's any kind of like etymology to Yakshi, but it made me think of the Ardat Yakshi from Mass Effect. Yeah. The spooky, if I have brain sex with you, you'll die, Asari people. <laughs> 
I fry your entire, uh, what is it? Just your nervous system? Your brain? Your nervous system, yeah. <laughs> so fun. That's a that's a wild orgasm. Yeah, that's all the, I got to the say. The dangers of nutting. The dangers of nutting. <laughs> so according to the folklore belief, Succubi descended from the ancient figure of Lilith, who was the first wife of Adam. She left Adam and refused to return to the Garden of Eden after she mated with Archangel. Could I say this word? Archangel. <laughs> Archangel Samuel, <laughs> who made it with four succubi. I don't know. That's a that's a trick. Can you say it? Can you say Ar- Archangel? Archangel Samuel. Archangel Samuel. All right, it's just me then. <laughs> anyway, so he made it with four succubi. From Mesopotamian to Hebraic, Lilith was usually associated with the devil in both proximity and depiction. Lilith is blamed for diseases inflicted on men, but also for wandering about at nighttime, vexing the sons of men and causing them to defile themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's our first, our first masturbation reference. Here we go. Masturbation bad. So succubus can take the form of a beautiful young girl who may have deformities of her body, such as bird-like claws or serpentine tails. Is that a deformity or is that enhancing your body? I think it would look cool. It kind of makes me think of like a, like a harpy. Yeah, that's, I mean, sign me up. Uh, One of the few references to Lilith in the Bible is Isaiah 34, 14, here, she is referred to as a screech owl, lovely, i.e. a creature of the night, and more aptly referred to as, quote, the night monster, end quote, in the Good News Bible. Good regarding sexual act- news. You're about to you're do me that. good. That's why I tried to just breeze through it I'm as right quickly as possible. Do me good news. <laughs> dun, dun, good. It didn't stop her. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I was in a musical in high school one time. I feel like we've referenced it at least twice on this this podcast. If you if you remember, good for you. God knows I can't forget. <laughs> Regarding sexual activities, folklore descriptions suggest that the succubi forced the men to perform cunnilingus. Force them? Damn, that's not cool. Yeah, some of these like they kind of make it sound like the incubus and succubus almost put them in like a thrall where they are enthusiastic about it, but then other stories do uh portray it in a more of a assault light so Hmm. yeah so we're not we're not gonna jump right onto the succubus and incubus are cool demons bandwagon but they're also fake yeah i was gonna say they're also not real so uh incubus and succubus are said to have many powers tell me about the powers there's dream walking um, they will often visit the same victim repeatedly. A victim of an incubus will experience these visits as dreams. So mm. I've I've seen some where they feel like they're awake, but I guess, I don't know, like if someone else walked in the room, if they could actually see them or if it's just in your brain kind of thing. Uh, vampirism. They'll feed vampirically off of sexual energy. Some can tap more directly into this and drain off the life form or life energy of humans. This replenishes the incubus while aging the mortal and eventually turning them into a lifeless corpse. Immortality. They can live indefinitely and can't be killed through conventional means. They've got superhuman, superhuman strength. They got the superhuman strength. Uh, They can overpower their victims with ease. They have superhuman speed. They can move faster than the eye can see. 
able to appear and disappear in an instant. They can fly. They have the unique ability to defy gravity and move through the air. And part of the immortality thing, uh, they have a great ability to heal. They can heal fully from most wounds, including stabs and gunshots. Okay, I want to know the story of someone trying to fucking shoot an incubus or a succubus. Where's the story? I don't know. Maybe they're just like, I'm sick of it. I, I'm too tired. I don't want a nut. Get out of my room. And then they just pull Baka. a big gun and they just, they try their best, but... I mean, I guess it also, like, if they come to you in dreams, if they do they have a physical body? Is that? I don't know. There's a lot of questions, but they did present them as this is their set skill set. This is science. You cannot argue with me. I understand. <laughs> Sometimes you're reading some of these and people are telling you this and you're like, why are you so sure? I need to understand how you, like, are stating this as a fact when it's definitely made up. I like to know. I was <laughs> like, sources say... Give yeah. me your sources, you coward. <laughs> Tell <laughs> me right. how you know they can fly. If Wikipedia can provide sources, you can too. <laughs> so debate about these demons began early in Christian tradition. St. Augustine touched on the topic in De Civitate Dei, the city of God. Uh, there were too many alleged attacks by incubi to deny them. <laughs> he stated, quote, There's also a very general rumor. Many have verified it by their own experience and trustworthy persons have corroborated the experience to others told that sylvans and fawns, commonly called incubi, have often made wicked assaults upon women, end quote. What a weird fucking way to say that. People, people have said it and I believe them. That's pretty much what he's saying, but he said it in the most like, I walk around all of the words that I need and I'm going to say like 20 others. I feel like back then when not everybody, like being literate or being able to write was a bigger deal, they just had to flex on everybody. You want to know how many words I know? <laughs> so many words. Get ready. You're not going to know what the fuck you just read. All right. So there are questions about the reproductive capabilities of the demons. Uh, 800 years later, I'm guessing that's after St. Augustine, Thomas Aquinas argued that the possibility of children being conceived by intercourse with demons basically couldn't happen. He said, still, if there, if some are occasionally begotten from demons, it is not from the seed of such demons, nor from their assumed bodies, but from the seed of men, taken for the purpose, as when the demon assumes first the form of a woman and afterward of a man, just so they can take the seed of other things for other generating purposes. So is he saying the demon seduces a dude, gets him to nut in her or them, whatever, mm -hmm. and then turns into a man to then use that same seed on someone else? Yes. Gross. Recycling nut. Or the incubus and succubus could then, could then possibly have sex with each other and then transmit oh. it that way. But, again, it's not it's not real, so it could really be whatever you would like it to be. <laughs> this is some wild, like, I just, I almost wish they would have just put this uh, energy towards, like, writing a book. Because I feel like that would have been more productive. But they do, the they write so much stuff. Write a story rather than being like, this is real and it's happening. <laughs> Anyways... Uh, about 300 years later. God, they are still having this debate. Okay. Thousands King James, of years. Fuck. <laughs> King James in his dissertation called Daemonology 
suggested that a devil would carry out two methods of impregnating women. The first, to steal the sperm out of a dead man and deliver it into a woman. If a demon could extract the semen quickly, the transportation of the substance could not be instantly transported to a female host, causing it to go cold. This explains his view that succubi and incubi were the same demonic entity, only to be described differently based on the sexes being conversed with. Being abused in such a way caused women at nunneries to be burned if they were found pregnant. Lovely. They just used this as a, like, a way to cover up someone either abusing women and then them ending up getting pregnant, or just someone who was like, I kind of wanted to have sex with someone, and I did, and I got pregnant, but I'm a nun, and now I'm in big, big trouble, and I'm going to get burned at the stake or whatever. That seems in line, considering they they constantly blamed, like, if a male heir wasn't born on ladies, instead of being like, hmm, it takes two things to make a baby. Maybe it could be not necessarily one person's fault. No, it's just the person mm. carrying the baby. It's their problem. Hmm. They did this. Hmm. Yeah. Um, the second method was the idea that a dead body could be possessed by a devil, causing it to rise and have sexual relations with others. This is similar to depictions of revenants or vampires and a spirit taking a deceased corpse to cause some mischief. Mischief doesn't seem like... The right word? The, the appropriate term. I don't think that's the right word. <laughs> um, it became generally accepted that incubi and succubi were the same demon able to switch between forms. A succubus would be able to sleep with a person and collect their sperm and then transform into an incubus and use that seed on someone else. Even though sperm and egg came from humans originally, the spirit's offspring were often thought of as supernatural. Huh. And then my gift to you, this one sentence that I didn't know where to put in. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad I get to read this. Some sources indicate that an incubus may be identified by its unnaturally large or cold penis. If you got a cold dick, you might be an incubus. Is it big? Is it cold? <laughs> you might be a demon. Sorry to say. Uh, though many cl tales claim that the incubus is bisexual, others indicate that it is strictly heterosexual and finds attacking a male victim either unpleasant or detrimental. I feel like they might be imposing a little bit on that. Yeah. I I just can't imagine a demon being straight. I I can't imagine a it's just especially if they're swapping from one form to the other. It's too much. Demon demons are everything. Christianity makes <laughs> me so tired, Taylor. It makes me so tired. What's that one like floating word gif you like to send me sometimes? Heteros are making me upset around. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Uh, and I feel like they're attributing the, like, possibility of changing gender or whatever, or or possibly, like, changing genitalia as, like, uh, something that's, I don't know, like... No, it definitely kind of goes with the whole, like, it's deviant. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna queer code the shit out of this. Yeah, it feels very, like, not that they had this terminology, but it feels transphobic, which... I mean, is in line with it being a bajillion years ago and also very like, but then at the same time, the fact that they're like, but no, no homo also. <laughs> he doesn't like, like it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just, he doesn't want to uh, have to do it. He just does. But he's not having a good time. Fuck. 
Uh, anyways. So, uh, incubi are sometimes said to be able to conceive children without changing forms. The half-human offspring of such a union is sometimes referred to as a changeling or a cambion. Uh, an incubus may pursue sexual relations with a woman in order to father a child, as in the legend of Merlin, which I did not know that Merlin's daddy was an incubus. What? Yeah. Look it up. Read a book, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know either. Jesus. I do now. Come into my house screaming at me to read a book? No, thank you. But apparently, I mean, I guess that's kind of where he was supposed to have, like, gotten his ability to, like, change into animals and stuff like that. Is it also where he got his ability to be a shit? You know, maybe that's that, that mischief they were talking about. Is that the word? <laughs> it's the word I'm using. According to the Malleus Maleficarum, exorcism is one of the five ways to overcome the attacks of the incubi, the others being sacramental confession, uh, the sign of the cross, or recital of the angelic salutation. Is that the an the angel's hello? How, what is that? How does... Salutations. I'm gonna, I don't know if it's like a Catholic thing. It might be like a prayers... Or something mm. where they've got like the set ones that you're supposed to say. I only know Hail Mary. That's the only one. I don't even, I don't know it, but I know parts of it. So maybe that's, that's just fair. a different one. Uh, moving the afflicted to another location and by excommunicating the attacking entity. On the other hand, the Franciscan friar uh, Ludovico Maria Sinistrari. Nailed it. Thank you. Stated <laughs> that Incubi quote, do not obey exorcists, have no dread of exorcisms, show no reverence for holy things, at the approach of which they are not in the least overawed, end quote. So maybe you can't do jack shit. <laughs> There's only five ways, but they don't work so good because they're not scared of it. They're like, I don't care. What the fuck you think you could do to me? Nothing. So, and then we kind of get into more of the the sciencey stuff, which, uh, like I said before, this is a, a kind of an intersection of two previous episodes that we've done, and you know I love to blame everything on sleep paralysis, but victims of incubi may have been experiencing waking dreams or sleep paralysis. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> and that checks out. That checks out. Uh, the phenomenon of sleep paralysis is well established. During the fourth phase of sleep, also known as REM sleep, motor centers in the brain are inhibited, producing paralysis, and malfunctions in this process can either result in somnambulism, which is a fancy word for sleepwalking, or conversely, sleep paralysis, where one remains partially or wholly paralyzed for a short time after waking. Uh, additional to sleep paralysis is hypnagogia. Um, in a near dream state, it is common to experience auditory and visual hallucinations. Typical examples include a feeling of being crushed or suffocated, electric tingles or vibrations, imagined speech and other noises, the imagined presence of a visible or invisible entity, and sometimes intense emotions of fear or euphoria and orgasmic feelings. Uh, humanoid and animal figures, often shadowy or blurry, are often present in hypnagogic uh, hallucinations more so than other hallucinogenic states. Is that why the like fawn and whatever else were sometimes? I think that might have been part of it. To? I didn't know if he was like kind of grouping them all together, like if fawns and incubi were supposed to be the same thing. Because 
I know Fawns and Sylvans historically are supposed to kind of also be troublemakers, but... Sexy? May- maybe sexy. I don't know. Maybe, like, sexy when you don't really get a good look at them, and then when you really look at them, you're like, oh, that's a... Yeah, it's a goat boy. That's a goat boy if I ever saw one. Maybe that's your thing. I don't know. I mean, it's not my particular thing, but there are so many people in the world, and someone out there love a goat boy. Listen, <laughs> I feel like there. I've seen a lot of fan art of that one goat boy from uh, The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe, and I feel like people that really like James McAvoy were like, this is satisfying James McAvoy and my weird, like, well, not weird, but my anthropomorphic sort of magical being interest what was what was his name mr something i don't remember. mr tutu mr top this is gonna shock Top-tot. you but i actually really don't like uh, that series read a book <laughs> <laughs> i did and it was bad <laughs> i'm sorry if that's like your favorite book series you didn't love the biblical allegory no i i know this is gonna shock everyone but if there's ever biblical references and anything, I pretty much check out immediately. What about Ava? Ava is okay. Ava <laughs> can stay. And that's it. Uh, all right. So the combination of sleep paralysis and hypnagogic hallucination can easily cause someone to believe that a demon was holding them down. Also, nocturnal arousal could be explained away by creatures causing otherwise guilt-producing behavior. Add this into the common phenomena of nocturnal arousal and nocturnal emission, and all the elements required to believe in an incubus or a succubus are present. On the other hand, some victims of incubi may have been the victims of real sexual assault. Uh, some authors speculate that rapists may have blamed attacks on sleeping women to de- on demons in order to escape punishment. That's not surprising at all. That That pretty much checks out. Yeah. There was also, I thought I'd put it in here somewhere, but obviously my first thought is stuff like this happening in like medieval and ancient times and all this like old folklore type stuff. But yeah. I also read a lot of people who claim to have been attacked by an incubus or a succubus in more present day. And part of that was in the one article, the National Institute of Health or whatever. And that mm-hmm. one was on a study of people that had, like, different sim- sim- ugh, different symptoms of, like, schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And so, like, combinations of different, like, mental health disorders can come together. And even in today's day and age when belief in demons and stuff like that isn't as commonplace, it's something that you think sounds wild. And then when it's actually happening to you, you're like, I don't know how to explain it, but there is a demon in my room and they are touching my penis. So I don't know what to tell you. And then, you know, they go and hopefully talk to someone and they're like, there's probably not a demon, but obviously you're having some trouble. So here's some medicine. And at least in the one I read, it was like a study of four different people. Most of the time they would get them on some combination of medications that would make it go away. So that's good. I mean, not not necessarily better than someone being sexually assaulted, but it was possible that a lot of these people in medieval times and stuff like that could have also just had undiagnosed schizophrenia or or something else, some other kind of sleep disorder that they didn't have the means to treat back then. Or even the language to like diagnose or understand it they didn't know what a germ was so i don't expect them to know how a brain really (laughs) works 
nope, pretty much. It's demons. Must be demons. Must be demons. And we're going to make these demons kind of problematic. Yep. Here they go. That checks out. Those are uh, the the sex demons. That's an incubi and a succubi. They're bad. Yeah, we're not we're not really on on team incubus and succubus, but they are fake. So, if you think you are being attacked by one, talk to an adult. Talk to somebody, cause probably a medical professional. Yes, just in case. Mm-hmm. That's episode sixty nine. We said penis and vagina and nut, nut. a bunch. So I said I, lots of stuff. I think we have done our due diligence. This has been a successful episode 69. I feel especially unsexy after finishing this. Well. Uh, and I'm glad. It's not It's not really an episode if there isn't kind of a bummer overtone or undertone. A bummer tone. What can I say? We can always manage to bring it down at least 20 notches. Mm-hmm. But then we bring it back up with our, our Rex for the week. It's true. It's true. Our wrecks are good. You know what I watched that made me happy? The Expanse? Hell yeah. <laughs> good, because I did too. It was it was good. I was a little worried because I'd heard a lot of good stuff about it. And then I read one review that was like, we've seen the first half and nothing really happens. And it's kind of boring. And it's slowed down a bunch. And I'm disappointed. And I did not feel that way. I thought it was very good. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. I know we've we had like a weird aside where we talked about the expanse for like fifteen or twenty minutes on a previous mm-hmm. episode, but in case you missed that or don't remember it, it's a like hard sci-fi show, kind of a space opera, but it's based in the near future where humans have colonized our solar system and at the end of the third season we get to a point where we're able to explore other systems. And so it kind of takes the whole, like, colonization thing a little bit further. And it was uh, it was very satisfying. And it definitely left it on a note where there's a lot of stuff still to do. And so I hope that they renew it for a fifth season. And I hope that it comes out tomorrow so I can see more of Amos and more of Bobby and more of all my favorite people because it's very well done. They also said fuck a lot because now they're on Amazon Prime and they can say more than one every two episodes. Yes. And they really leaned hard into that. I'm so, I I love it. It's my favorite word. I mean, it made, it made sense. There were so many times where they were like, what, what the hell? What the hecky? I can't believe this, this thing dang all happened. And I was like, you know, they wouldn't <laughs> say that. They would be like, what the fuck? I loved, um she's a senator right yeah or she's a like the yeah. u.n assembly representative Kristen yeah, Avastral. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i i just i can't ever remember anybody's name unless it's like their first name so um <laughs> yeah i really enjoyed listening to her say fuck and she loves to say fuck she does well i feel like they all like she was all usually the one if they got to use one f-bomb she was the one they usually used it on because I feel like they were trying to establish that she swears a lot, but they had to really rein her in or they would, like, cut away when she was about to say an F word. And this time she was just F, 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 F. It felt so good. I felt my spirit just being lifted. And just the fact that it's also on all on Amazon Prime, if you haven't seen the first 
three seasons, I would suggest just watching all of it. Because I think watching the episodes one at a time can be a little bit slower just because there is a lot of characters and a lot of like intense world building. But when you yeah. can watch them all back to back to back, it's got a really good pace and I really enjoy it. And I want to share it with all of our listeners. So I watched that. But I'm not going to rehash that. I also loved it. It was also very good. And I also love Amos and Bobby. So uh my recommendation is... uh, Do I have one? I don't know. Have you watched anything else that you've enjoyed? Did you finish The Witcher? Yes, I finished The Witcher. That's it. That's the thing I was going to talk about. So I actually don't like Henry Cavill very much in general. I understand that he is very handsome, but he has said some things that have pissed me off to the point where I was just like, you're stupid. I hate you. Henry, get out of here. Take your beautiful, sexy face and get the hell out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing is, when people do stuff like that, they instantly become way less attractive to me. But then he put on his Geralt costume and I love Geralt. I would die for Geralt. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't need this kind of, like, confusion. (laughs) So anyways, he plays Geralt great. Like, the first episode, I know a lot of people were like, he seems too stiff. And I was like, I mean, Geralt is kind of stiff. And he is kind of, like, whatever until he either likes you or he's in the right mood. So, I don't know. I enjoyed it. There were some pacing things. And there were some... They really, really need to, like invest in the idea that people get confused easily and you should probably put like either a a time stamp or like a place like I know Game of Thrones really hated doing that but telling people what year it is doesn't mean you're not telling the story correctly or well it just means you're giving people context for the fact that you're talking about something that happened 60 years ago versus now since all of your characters don't age it's necessary i'm sorry (laughs) that was a big thing and like just giving people names and things some people they introduced right away and they give you their name but like obviously i knew who siri was but i don't think they actually say her name until like the second or third time you see her they don't tell you yaskier or yaskier's name until, like, the third time you see him, I'm just like... That pissed me off, because I was like, is that Dandelion? That's gotta be Dandelion. There's no way it's not. And Ryan was like, it is. They're calling him Yaskier, because that's his name in the books, mm-hmm. and it translates to Buttercup, but they changed it to Dandelion, because I guess they didn't think Buttercup would work. And I was like, I mean, both are great, so it's <laughs> fine. But I just... I didn't know who he was other than just, like, I'm pretty sure he's Dandelion for, like, three episodes. I mean, he's a bard who hangs out with Geralt, so I was like, I know who that is, and I I knew that, I knew his name was Yaskier, but I was like, they never, they don't say it until, like, the third time you Mm -hmm. see him. And Mm -hmm. also, by the third time you see him, it's been, like, a year or two since Geralt's met him, because they keep jumping timelines. (laughs) So I, I have some some issues with like the pacing and and writing yeah, and giving information, same. but overall I I've enjoyed it. I think I've got two more episodes to go. 
We finished it last night. And I love Yennefer's eye makeup. Yes, her eye makeup is incredible. She's just very beautiful in general. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I was like, she seems so young. Like, I I like how in the games they kind of make Yennefer look like a middle-aged woman. Just because the idea that if you can enchant yourself and make yourself look like whatever, everyone's going to want to look like an 18-year-old girl forever. The end. Yeah. But the fact that she was like, I'm beautiful and powerful, but I also look like I could be like 35 or 40 was a powerful move but i think the way she carries herself in the show especially after the time jump i'm like okay it's a young actress but i believe that she's like 70 years old or however old she actually is by the time we get all into one timeline yeah that's that's the thing is because i also had reservations i was like the thing i like about the witcher game series is that all of the women that you meet like, unless they're supposed to be very young, look their age. And I appreciate that about it because it doesn't feel like you're just walking around with a bunch of like, and they have different ish body types. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And like, not in the game so much, but in the show, they, yeah, they do. Yeah. I, I did. My one other critique is Renfrey is supposed to be a like sword fighter or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why is she a waif? Like, she wasn't muscular enough where I was just like, if you're using a sword all the time and you're, like, actively fighting, you would have more muscle. They're little swords. Just to be able to, like, swing the sword. I just... Baby sword for baby Sometimes arms. stuff like that really irritates me because it feels very much like, but we want them to be hot. And it's like, okay, well, one, buff ladies can be hot. Two, <laughs> please, just, I'm begging you, like... Everyone doesn't have to look like a model, like a supermodel. It's not necessary. Mm-hmm. She was a great actress. Don't get me wrong. It's just sometimes the, like, limitations of who they're, like, willing to hire really irritate me. Yeah. They gave Yennefer pit hair, so I was like, you know what? Nice. Hell yeah. Thank you. I swear to God. <laughs> All these medieval fantasy women... And they're completely hairless bodies. Yep. I mean, I guess she's a sorceress, so maybe she's like, I don't feel like having armpit hair today. Goodbye. Zap. She wants it to be there. She wants you to see it. She says, look at this. So this doesn't bother me. Get away from me. Yep. But, yeah, so I I need to finish it up, but overall, overall, I enjoyed it. It was just a very, Mm -hmm. a couple of of weird pacing things, especially in the, the beginning. I feel like they were trying really hard to establish a lot of history and world building, at the expense of some stuff making sense. Like, when we meet Yennefer for the first time, she portals somewhere in front of people, but then the next time we see her, like, no one seems to have noticed or brought it up or been like, hey, how did this woman disappear from in front of us? Guess we'll never bring it up again. Yep, didn't make a whole lot of sense. Just stuff like that where I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just here to enjoy just here to look at the beautiful people, watch some monsters. It's fine. It's fine. Maybe I'll watch some more of that when I'm wrapping gifts. Do it. Can't believe they tricked me into thinking Henry Cavill's handsome. You know, I mean, they didn't trick you into it. He is handsome. But he's bad. He's Lots of bad people are handsome. It's, mm. you know, that's the whole, the, the bad guy Sephiroth's hot and he's evil as shit. Is it because he's a real person and not a video game villain? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
I mean, they're not making you go out and kiss them. In your brain, you could think someone's hot, but still know that they're kind of not a turd. the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they did get me when they were like, he just kept, like, busting out of his armor. He kept wearing all the leather fin on his costumes because his muscles are too big. And I'm like, stop talking. Stop telling me these things. I don't need to know about his giant muscles. Don't talk to me. Or my muscly son ever again. <laughs> Let me live. <laughs> Let me live. Anyways... So, well, if you like what you hear, you can listen to us on Spotify. We're on iPad. I don't know if we're on iPad. We're on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> uh, we we uploaded it specifically to your iPad. I snuck into your home. It doesn't matter that you don't have like a a data plan. I snuck in and I downloaded it onto. I your made Wi-Fi. a hotspot on my phone and I <laughs> uploaded it. Surprise! But if you like it, we would love a five star review. Where they're slowly piling up, and we appreciate them. So thank you. Um, you can email us with any questions or stories or comments at ghostemojipodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, we are there at ghostemojishow. We usually just post, like, programming updates if we're a little delayed. Sometimes we'll put pictures or something from whatever we've talked about that week, but... Um, if you follow us on there and you want to give us a shout, we always love to hear from our, our, our beautiful, sexy viewers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 69. 69. 69. 69. 69. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm. We made it. Mm-mm. So, well, until next time, uh, happy, uh, happy holidays. Merry Lord Santos. Bring us a figgy pudding. And uh, always remember to say goodbye. 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 Goodbye.